Hi everyone,、uh, welcome to Curious K Podcast once again, and I'm very excited、uh, to welcome you guys on the show today.、Uh, this is this promises to be very interesting and exciting.、Uh, like I promised, we are not just having conversation with entrepreneurs in Nigeria,、uh, but across Africa. And today we are having someone from Tanzania, East Africa.、Uh, Known each other for、uh, I think how many years now?、Uh, since two thousand and fifteen. Two thousand and fifteen, yeah. Six, six, like six years. years. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's been a long time, and I mean, it's just very exciting for me、uh, to bring him on the show, Curious K Podcast, and、uh, just allow、yeah. me to introduce Winula Kipgakono. Uh, who has been building software for over ten years, and also been building startups. And today we'll be having conversation about Tunza,、uh, a startup we recently founded, which is a Tanzanian fintech startup、uh, that uses technology to transform financial habits of consumers, and also connect businesses to buyers. So just sit back, listen. As we are going to be having a very exciting conversation, so welcome Winula on the show today. Thank you so much, Kolapo. So, how are you doing? How is, how is Tanzania today? Well, well, it's a little warm. <laughs> I mean, so it's <laughs> warm, <laughs> but、um, generally I'm okay.、Um, nothing out of ordinary. You know, just the usual day in 2021. Yeah. Amazing! That that that's cool.、Uh, it's pretty warm in Lagos too,、uh, but we've been experiencing rain、uh, okay. here and there.、Uh, but it, it's, it's a beautiful day. Yeah, I, I mean, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> All right.、Yeah. So Tunza, Tunza.、Yes. I mean,、yes. that's that's really the. What's getting us excited? I mean, that's why we're having this conversation. So, why Tunza? I mean, I know you've built startups before.、Uh, if I'm right, is that in the fintech space as well? Yes, it is. Okay. So,、yeah. why Tunza? Why did you think this is the right time for you to to launch a fintech startup、uh, in、mm. Tanzania? Is it because、mm. there's a lot of money coming into fintech across Africa generally? I mean, it would be great if we can just give our audience. A background into why you started Tunza. Okay, so、um, Tunza started out as a personal problem, and I started working on Tunza in 2019. We just launched in 2021 publicly, and、wow. yes,、um, and in 2019, I. I I think it was like one day at the end of the year, I was going through my financials, and I realized I'm 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 earning money, but but with all the money that I was earning, I couldn't,、uh, you know, buy the stuff that I really needed, you know, like I want to buy a new phone or like like anything else, or like travel to somewhere, and I'm like, okay, so where's this money going? So because of that、uh, one question. I decided to 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 go to two two regions here in Tanzania. We went to the、uh, here in Dar es Salaam, and also we went to Tanga, 
which is le relatively similar to Dar es Salaam. And Dar es Salaam is, um, is the most developed city in Tanzania. And, and, and Tanga, Tanga is simply a small town. They're both by the ocean. And so we talked to people trying to, which we wanted to understand what are the challenges that they see when it comes to managing their personal finances. And we got very, very interesting feedback, very interesting feedback. And so we, we came, we went back. This was up in uh, April 2019. So we went back and we started to work on uh, the very early um, prototype. This was paper prototype, clickable. And we invited other people and they were testing it out. And the, the, the initial idea was on, of Tunza was to allow people to put money and then take it out whenever they are ready to, to spend it on a specific goal. Um, but then from, from like talking to these people, getting feedback, try to understand from both sides, from business owners to like normal consumers, like who are not owners of businesses or anything. We just wanted to understand, you know, what are the challenges that they're facing when it comes to personal finance? And some of them mentioned, um, like they put money aside for something specific. And I don't know uh, about Lagos, but here in Dar es Salaam and in Tanzania generally, like most people told us that um, when we put money aside for something specific, something else always comes up. Is that the case? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> exactly. that goes everywhere. <laughs> yes. And, and it's not just from their side. It could be like your auntie or somebody in the village calling you, hey, sir, your uncle swallowed anexia, so we, you have to send a little bit of money, so we take him to hospital. You know these things, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, so these, and also they told us that, um, like, I, I, most people don't earn a lot of money. They earn small chunks. So, uh -huh. therefore, it's a challenge to, to, to budget this small amount because you have to buy, let's say you want to buy a new, the new phone that costs like $100, for example. But, but most people are earning $100 in a month. Um, and, and so it's, it's, it's such a challenge to do that. But we thought, what if we let people pay in tiny installments, very small installments, and then while we are doing that, we are basically in the background, we are, we are recording your, your financial activities. Like, okay, so the first week, that's when the most people are, like, first, week of, uh, um, first week of the month after being paid a salary, then most people are spending and everything. And basically, using this information, we want to help our users um, manage their finances better because now you can see, okay, I have here this amount. I will travel at the end of the year. Uh, on this, I will buy a new phone and here maybe I'll buy a new laptop or something like that. And, and so that's essentially the idea behind Tunza and that's what we are doing right now. Nice. I think that's, yeah. that's very interesting and I think it's very yeah. relatable, not just mm -hmm. in, in Tanzania, but even in Nigeria. And I think there's a mm -hmm. startup that is also playing in that space is similar to to what you're doing but in the course of the conversation we'll talk about it but i, mm -hmm. I, I would like to know uh let's use the example of the phone you gave for example all right yes uh, yeah. i want to buy a hundred dollar phone uh, but mm -hmm. i can't afford it all at once i can only mm -hmm. pay in bits 
So yes. if tools are financing the purchase upfront from the merchants, or how does that work? All right, we've been getting this question a lot. And just to clarify, um, we are not a uh, uh, we are not a company around um, buy now pay later model. I think you're familiar with that. Yeah, yeah. We are we are we are more of a pay now get later. <laughs> So what we do is we don't we don't fund this fund. Guarantee us that they will put aside this device the moment you put a down payment. So what happens is um, people start to pay for for this. Let's talk about this one hundred dollar cell phone, and then you start to pay for it and. By the time you complete 100% payment, the phone is delivered. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I like that. So you have to you have to have a goal on the platform and save towards it consistently. Exactly. So so when users come on Tunzar, what they do is they um you just say you see a phone you like, you say, I would like um I'm 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 capable of paying this for this phone. In the next three months, for example, so you you put there the last date of payment, and then you say um, you define the intervals, like how often are you going to pay for this phone? So you say like if you're earning week, or um, um, if you're earning daily, depending on what you do, or monthly, then our our platform automatically that you that you have to put aside. Basically, we send out reminders, and these are designed to anchor in this, the, the, this saving mentality, the, sa- the saving habit, by sending you reminders that, hey, um, you said you'd like to pay maybe $20 of that $100 after five days. So we send you a reminder, and then basically we send it three days before so that you can prepare yourself. And, yeah, so that's what we've been doing. Yeah. All right. And is, is, is it like an auto-debit on your account? Or do I have to manually make that deposit? Or you have a technology where the money just goes off your account at the um, starting yeah. point? So we, we, we accept payments um, using mobile money. And we are adding cards as well. So basically, users don't have to, to, to come to our office or anything. They can just pick a product and then make a deposit using mobile money. Interesting. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you can tell us the mobile money in Tanzania, uh, we all know it's very big in Kenya and Pesa. What, what mm-hmm. is the mobile money like? I mean, what can you tell us about how that is changing things in Tanzania? Um, yes. So, mobile money, like 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 the story that you you're hearing from Kenya, is the same in Tanzania too. Um, and I'm going to uh, to get you some some basic numbers. Just one second. Yeah, because this is this was very essential for us to understand. Um, so okay. Yeah. So I, I read the report by GSMA in 2019, and then they mentioned um, the cumulative money that has been transferred through mobile money in Tanzania alone is 27 billion dollars. Wow, that's amazing. So this is it's crazy. Like it, it, it's such a it's such an opportunity, and. And the penetration is all over the country. Like, like I can even send money to remote areas, and 
and you don't need internet to do this. You just have to use USSD. It's quite an old technology, but very, very useful. So, so the mobile money landscape is quite, quite interesting in Tanzania. But also now we are looking for ways to allow people to use the same tool that they are paying electricity bill or the water bill to be able to purchase other things. And that's why you have platforms like Tunzai and others. Yeah. So let, let's talk. Let's talk about funding. All right. So I mean, let's start from uh, uh, your perspective of funding in the Tanzanian startup ecosystem, and yeah. then you can share with us if you've raised funding for Tunza or what are your plans in doing that. Um, yes. So for Tunza, I haven't raised funds, and I'm not actively raising any funds right now because I wanted to first of all understand um, understand this platform. Uh, being being new in my country, being new to us as well. So everything is self-funded right now. And um, we officially uh, launched for the public in June, in June 16th. Uh, so this is like two months ago. And it's been very interesting, um, very interesting numbers in terms of like usage and everything. We have over, over, so so since June, over two thousand um, registered accounts on Tunza. So, oh, so this is, yeah. So this is very interesting because I mean, you um, we we met in Helsinki when we discussed the landscape in in Africa when it comes to startups. So you understand, like uh, putting in a marketing budget. Get two thousand plus. This is now I'm reading it is two thousand six hundred and fifty-seven total users. This is very interesting, and we have paying users already. So wow. on this platform, yes, we do. We have um, three hundred and sixty-four orders. I'm, this I'm reading directly from the dashboard. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So we have people actively paying on Tunza. And we are now at an average of like five hundred dollars a day, on average. What we are, we are, we are, we are getting. That's 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 really in, interesting. In revenue, I think in revenue, yeah. in revenue, yeah, yeah, interesting. I'm I'm just uh, trying to imagine what the growth is just going to be like uh, in in the mm. nearest uh, future or in the couple of months down the year. And mm. and hopefully we'll have this conversation this time next year again, just to talk about the growth. Yeah, and I'm sure the numbers at that point will be very interesting. Mm. Um, so what do you what would you say about uh, startup investment in Tanzania generally? What is the landscape like for startup raising funds? Do you have like an angel network that is supporting startup? What's your view? Um, so there are some activities, but they're not impressive. Mm. And and this is by comparing to to Kenya, which is um, more or less like Tanzania in terms of like the language. They speak Swahili and English as well as 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 how we do it. Yeah. So in Kenya, there's been active active players in terms of like the um, investors and all of that. In Tanzania, there's some activity, but mo- most of the money is coming. Um, from organizations as grant and uh, as grants and and as much as this is nice, I still think we need to have, 
you know, investors, like like businesses that are, are, are ready to come, not just businesses, businesses, people, to actively put money in startup so that people, you know, like me or any other guy who is working on their startup or any other person working on their startup, to be able to to speed up the process because that's what that's what the money helps with yeah so it's not impressive it's not where i would say this is really nice so you you have to like four or five times harder to get to this to 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 to, to raise funding all right but but there's been there's been growth over the years right uh yes i think in 2015 compared to 2021 i mean the first time we met i'm sure there must have been growth and um in the ecosystem mm-hmm there has been growth yes all right so hopefully that's going to improve over time yeah hopefully hopefully so what what's your plan for growth uh for tunza i understand this is uh this is a point where you're still growing your numbers if you where uh-huh. do you see tunza uh in the next five years for example i mean what do you, how do you think this platform can evolve you know, and change the way people actually plan their finances, not just in Tanzania, across Eastern Africa, Africa uh, as well? Well, I would say, so my plan, my plan is to, to, to first of all, um, well, first of all, focus in Tanzanian market for now. And when I say for now, I mean three months, to six months right because here we'll be able to to learn to understand this business better like what are we trying what what um, which areas do we need to focus on which areas bring most issues because because um imagine somebody paying for three six months you don't know what will happen price uh prices are changing and everything and soon after that I'm, I'm looking at two places to expand into, which is Nairobi and Lagos. So hopefully, Colapo, we, we might soon, uh, we might meet very soon again. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that would be yes. very interesting. Yes. So I'm looking at Lagos and uh, Nairobi, but also, um, um, so for five, for the coming five years, that's that's a very interesting question i'm I'm really my, my plans are really three to six months from now i'm not thinking that far yet because okay. without understanding this product so maybe uh, when we talk again I, I might have an answer for for, for you <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah. all right nice so so let, let let's go back uh let's go back a bit uh yeah, if you can just tell us about your previous startup endeavor uh, and what what are your major lessons building that at that point. So I would just like to uh, I would like to learn from that and also our audience just to get perspective in terms of your experience building before and um, what happened during that process. Uh, so in building Tunza, right? No, before Tunza. Oh yeah, before Tunza. Um... In terms of um, startups, uh, I, yes. I was working on Gumzo. You remember Gumzo? That's the reason we met in, in Helsinki. Yeah, 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 sure. Yes, and Gumzo is, um, was a voice-sharing social network, and we built it in six years ago in 2015, and we had active users, um, but we couldn't keep up with the cost, so we had to terminate. Um, 
to terminate our activities. And then um, after Gumzo, I started to offer software development services uh, under Ellipsis Digital. That's my current company right now. And so we started to, to, to build software for other people until when I decided, okay, now it's time to work on a startup again. And so now I'm working on Tunza. So yeah, it's been, it's been a very interesting journey in terms of in terms of um, when I look at myself while I was working with Gumzo and while I'm working on Tunza, definitely these are two different, two different people. So sometimes <laughs> I, I think to myself that, yeah, maybe if I, if I knew, if I knew then what I know now about startups, maybe we would have more chances to survive. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. And yeah. um, Gumzo was a, a voice sharing application, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So now that we have like clubhouses and all these applications now, how does that make you feel like you guys have you've actually been something like that before? Was it that Gumzo was too early? I mean, we have clubhouses taking every word by storm. And now we yeah. have that plat- platform trying to build something like, you know, the clubhouse. We have Twitter, Space, I think LinkedIn and other platforms. But you've actually yeah. built a similar, you know, products like that five, six yeah. years ago. So how does that make you feel hearing about these new platforms? And, you know, it was like something you've built before. Yeah. Well, uh, the startup scene is brutal. That's that's one thing that you <laughs> should know. Like, it's... Uh... <laughs> It's not. Um, it's not. It's not. It's not for the faint heart, <laughs> um, especially because it wasn't just like almost everybody who knew about Mumzo kept t- texting me. Like, Yo, we just heard about this platform that works exactly like how you guys do it, Mumzo. How does it feel? And and I gotta say, like this is this is expected. You would start something today. And maybe the timing is not right or the place um, because we launched in Dar es Salaam. They launched in, in the, I think they launched globally, but they started in Silicon Valley. And, and so there's so many different factors that I think a month after launching Clubhouse, then they raised some funding. We never raised any funding. So all these issues all together are the, like that would show you that, um, Like, I don't, I don't know how to put it, um, but it will show you that 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 startup scene is very dynamic, and 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 like you have to always stay on top of whatever that you are doing, because even even for for platforms like Facebook or Instagram, I mean, you see what happened to Snapchat. Snapchat launched stories; everybody picked them up. So if you build something interesting, people will take it. And, and, and there's nothing like you can do. So if you feel bad about it, that's up to you. That's your personal problem. The, the thing is you need to like look at like, okay, what went wrong on my end that we couldn't achieve this same level of success like the other guys did. So there's a lot of things that you can look at you as a person or me as a person. 
and then say, ah, okay, so this is where we made a mistake. We didn't understand one, two, three, and, and these, these other guys did one, two, three. Because even for now, for Tunza, somebody else would come and then they say, oh, okay, that's a great idea. And I think it would work for for Indian market, for example, or for, for Nigerian market. There's nothing you can do about it. It doesn't matter who came up with the idea. If the idea is good, people will work on it. So, yeah, so I don't feel like bad or anything. Of course, I wish I wish Gumzo would have had that success, but that is good. Um, I could linger on that, on that, like ah yeah, while well, you know, growing, or I could focus on other things, and I chose the latter. So yeah. <laughs>i like your perspective about that and one key thing you said is timing all right yeah and i guess yes. that is just very key i mean that defines uh, whatever product that you're building as a company all right timing is just critical uh you might have all, you, might have, you might have all the money you know yes to push it but when the time is not right i mean the time is yes. just not right you know so i think that's part of uh the lock in quotes if i can use that word that that can make building a successful product happen you know getting the timing right uh yes. thank you thank you very much Vinola, for sharing that and um i would just like to hear from you what what would you like to say about tunza as we as we round up the, the uh this conversation time understanding this problem you know talking to people and doing interviews just to get to understand it and i think that's why it was very easy for people to accept this product when it when we announced it and from like having active users from having pain to having people for for free this is all very interesting for us so i think right now the next thing is to to work on growing um, the usage from the uh, from the registered from the registered users we have, and also to uh, people to use Tunza while we are learning and 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 improving the platform, and that's what we are doing right now. It's just product development and growth. I'm not thinking about fundraising. I want to see people use Tunza and and actively. Um, um, actively using it not just like using or by having accounts yeah so that's, that's yeah sounds good I, I like i really like that approach uh so is this something you like to say in swahili uh too uh, maybe you teach me one or two things in swahili too so i'll, I'll keep that at heart <laughs> yeah the, the easiest one is asante i think asante. because you have a, yeah you have a tribe in west yeah, I think that's in Ghana. Ashanti. Ghana, yeah. There's a tribe yeah. in yeah, Asante, and that means thank you. Asante, Asante. Asante. Nice. Yeah, Asante. thank you. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Asante yeah. Winula. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Asante <laughs> Colombo, yeah. All right. So thank you very much for coming on the show today. Thanks, too, yeah, for having yeah. me on your show. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. So, everyone, that's Vinula. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And you know, as we do, can you recommend this show to your friends, uh, your loved ones? 
and people that think are interested in startups or building something amazing out of Africa and, and to the world. And please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. And you can connect with us by writing to us at curiouskpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.